For us as Christians, Sabbath means many things when we take it truly seriously, as with everything, I guess. Sabbath calls us to remember that God is God and we are not. Sabbath calls us to remember that we are made in God's image for love and for connectedness. It is a radical thing to have a deity who rests, to be so secure in one's power and place as to stop and to step back. It's almost as though God's only job isn't keeping the world going. It's almost as though God has other things to do and to be, other facets of personality. It's almost as if he has other interests and thoughts and isn't defined solely by the fact that he has created the whole world and everything in it. But that's not quite how it is. God has created a masterpiece and he is devoted to it. Besides creating and declaring all things good, God gives three blessings at creation. And here they are. Firstly, God blesses the creatures. That's in Genesis 1, 22. Then God blesses we humans. That's in Genesis 1, 28. And then, this is the important one, and Carolyn read it to us earlier. God blesses the rest itself. God stops working and enjoys all that God has made. For God, an integral part of creating this earth is enjoying the beauty and harmony of each creature and each feature contributing to its unique kind of music. The earth is like a unique, exquisite kind of sympathy, if you want a musical uh, analogy, a symphony. Did I say sympathy? Symphony. God does not create for the sake of creating. God creates to enjoy and to relate and to connect. Like a parent stepping back to see their child learn and grow, resting is God saying, I love watching you be you. You know, this time of lockdown, I guess many of you who are parents or grandparents, particularly like us, um, may have had a little movies coming through on your WhatsApp of your grandchildren. Our little man in Sweden, he's just learnt to walk. He's just over a year old now, uh, 13, 14 months. And he's just starting to walk. And we just love watching him being him, doing the funny things he does, kind of this balancey walk with his arms and then getting better and better at it. And then just starting now to pick things up, turn around and run and walk and show you things over the camera. It's like we love to watch him him and it's what God does with us we who are made in the image of God are drawn therefore into his great love his great care his compassion his overwatching eyes and his rest that's what he does the rest of God and he encourages us to be in his rest but we don't do it very well let's be honest we don't do it very well. We have too much to do. We have too much to achieve. We have too much to work to accomplish so that we can be financially or otherwise rewarded. We're not great at resting. We don't really find time to stop like God. We rarely just stop in order to rest properly in God and with God. You see, 
If we recognise Sabbath as integral to the very being of God and to the very identity of the covenant relationship that God extends to humanity, then we will realise that our almost refusal of the Sabbath is a kind of twisting of what it really means to be human. And that's another way of saying that we distort what it means to be a child of God. If God created humanity in his image for the purpose of covenant relationship, and that covenant relationship has been marked by Sabbath rest from the dawn of time, and if that covenant relationship will come to completion in Sabbath rest, then our refusal of this Sabbath rest messes with our identity as God's children. Our refusal to rest roots human identity in simply achievement, in productivity and accomplishment. It actually comes between the life God intended for us and his own life. And refusal to rest can lead to breakdowns in mental health, obesity, depression, workaholics, broken relationships, broken families, substance abuse and all the rest of it that perhaps you know better than I. And those of us in ministry are not exempt at all. And I hold my hand up straight away. We often engage in endless work. And then we kind of point to heaven and say, well, I'm doing this all for God. And yes, we are, but we got to rest. There has to be a Sabbath rest for everybody. It's not an obstinate refusal to Sabbath. We just don't always rest biblically. And we need teaching much more about resting like God. Now you come to the New Testament and you see uh, that Jesus called his followers to come and rest, to lay down the unbearable burden of a life that's rooted only in human effort, only in human accomplishment. And Jesus says, let that false self die and let us embrace a rest. He did it himself. He exemplified it. And we have to be conscious of the grace, the love and the faithfulness of God. A conscious rest time where we relax in the grace of God. In John chapter 15, as you heard earlier, Jesus invites us to abide in him. Connecting back to last week's text, we cling to the faith of Christ in God. We cling to the life of Jesus that is both absolute trust and belonging to God and in mutual care and connection to other human beings. We are made to live in and to share this love. And the scripture says that we should enjoy the life we've been given and share the fullness of life that Jesus enjoys with God in this world that God made and loves. Abiding in God's love and rest brings a joy that is complete. From that, we can take that God is a joyful God, the God who rests, who rests in his eternal self. He is a joyful, life-giving God. The great Old Testament scholar Walter Brueggemann writes that Sabbath is resistance. And he says this, the divine rest on the seventh day of creation has made clear that Yahweh is not a workaholic, that Yahweh, God, is not concerned about the full functioning of creation, and that the well-being of creation does not depend on endless work. Get that one. The well-being of creation does not depend 
on endless work. And he continues, Sabbath becomes a decisive, concrete, visible way of opting for and aligning with the God of rest. Well, in this past year, the majority of the world has had to work from home. For some, this has been a good thing. Uh, it's been a revelation, in fact, because uh, some who thought they had to work 24-7 at an office have found that they do not now have to. They don't have to travel two hours each way every day. Uh, from now on, they can work from home more regularly and productively. But for others, it's been more than challenging. Some have been more alone than ever. Others have had pressures like never before, whether that's family pressure or work pressure. Either way, the principle of a conscious Sabbath style of resting is totally and utterly relevant and is what is needed for them right now. But whether you're in work or not, whether you're retired or not, don't we need to embrace quality time of God's kind of rest, of conscious prayer, reading and conversation that nourishes and feeds the soul with good things? It is undeniable biblical teaching. And I'm pleased to say that if you're in a Regent Hall small group in February, those are going to be your notes about Sabbath and Sabbath rest. So yes, God does stop. God does not keep on creating in an infinite sense series of creative acts. God sets a limit to his creation. And this assures us that God has no dealings with any other world but this one. And God completes this world by initiating humans and humankind. You and I are the culmination of this creation. And satisfied with this, God takes his place at the head of creation. As the theologian Karl Barth states, he now ascends his throne and assumes sovereignty over his creation. God takes God's rest. He looks at you and me and God declares, it is very good. We have a responsibility to keep it that way our hearts, our bodies, our minds need to be kept whole. And Sabbath is about holiness. And again, if you're in those small groups uh, during February, you'll see the Jewish word Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom is a common greeting every single Sabbath, every week, every Sabbath. Shabbat Shalom. Day of peace, Sabbath peace be with you. May that be so for you and for me. And may we rest in his truths today. Shabbat Shalom. Amen.